0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Android Central Podcast. My name is Shruti Shaker. I am the Interim Editor-in-Chief at Android Central, and I have my lovely friends with me today who are all mic'd and ready to go, unlike Nick Sutrick, who had mic issues and now is not on this podcast because he can't get connected. Welcome, Andrew Myrick. Hello, hello.
1: I am temporary writer.
0: (laughs) Temporary? What does that even mean?
1: I don't know. You're okay, my boss, cool. you figure it
2: out.
0: <laughs> okay. I've got I've got Jerry Holden brand. Hello, hello.
2: Howdy. How are you? I'm something.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> that's true. Okay. It's
2: me, Amario. Uh,
0: uh, it's me, Amario. Okay, great. Excellent. I'm doing very happy and I'm happy I don't think that's a sentence. I'm doing very happy. <laughs> it's don't... a
2: Canadian English thing. Wow.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, that makes sense
0: fair okay and i've got michael hicks hello hello
3: buckle in folks we're all in a weird place today and it's going to be a fun talk
0: (laughs) we (laughs) absolutely are i am so exhausted okay so let's get right into it we i'm actually kind of glad that um andrew ended up stepping in because i definitely want to talk about some of your articles but let's start off with um michael's uh review of the galaxy watch 6 and watch 6 classic he titled it samsung galaxy watch 6 and watch 6 classic review if it ain't broke don't fix it the watch 6 follows the watch 5 template making some useful updates though it does leave some problems unsolved with the battery and fitness tools so michael you gave i guess both of these watches i'm assuming is it like with this with the, the tally that you've given it, would it be for both or is it specifically to one of the, one of them?
3: The star rating. Yeah. Um, the star rating. Yeah. It's just, they're very different and it just depends on what you're looking for. I think the watch six is more comfortable and the, you know, the bezel is not as bad as I feared it would be uh, in terms of the touchscreen swiping. Cause it's easier than, physically turning it, but the physical turning is more responsive and more reliable. But yeah, I mean, the classic is just, it's huge, which mm. if you're okay with that, I think a lot of people are, okay. there are people who wear Garmin watches that are a hundred grams and they're happy with that. But you know, some people would prefer something that's 30 or 40, in which case the galaxy watch six is perfect for you. So yeah, the, the star rating is always kind of arbitrary. I rated it based on how it is as, an Android watch is just as good, if not better, as the last generation. So I'm not going to ding it for things that it's not because what I usually like are more fitness focused things. So even though I was annoyed with some of the health and fitness stuff, I'm not going to hold that against Samsung because that's not what people are necessarily looking for when they buy a Galaxy watch.
0: Totally. Let's dig right deep into it so before i continue i'll just say the pros and cons so pros you said marginal performance boost enlarged and brighter display and improved cap capacitive ca-
1: capacitive how do you say capacitive. it capacitive
0: capacitive <laughs> capacitive bezel the watch- <laughs> the- <laughs> i'm so i can't read guys the
2: can't
0: the, the welcome return of the rotating bezel on the classic passive AFib detection and personalized HR zones, ultra fast charging. And then, with cons, you've got battery life has stagnated compared to Galaxy Watch 5. GPS tracking and some health sensors tend to be inaccurate. Galaxy Watch uh, 6 classic is pretty darn heavy. Um, <clears throat> okay, yeah, so why don't we dig right into that? And I think. One of the things I really want you to kind of talk a little bit more about uh, are the GPS tracking and some health sensors tend to be inaccurate because as a person who uses, well, not only do you have a fitness column uh, on our site, but you use these watches specifically to test those fitness um, capabilities of a watch or or or, or a wearable, um, but you found it to be quite inaccurate, uh, and that is a little concerning. Um, Why don't you start off with that?
3: It's concerning, but also, you know, it's partially a problem with just any watch that only has GPS these days. Right now, a lot of watches are letting you use multiple bands or satellite bands at once or multiple satellite systems at once to sort of pinpoint your location. And that's really the only way you can be more accurate. If you're only relying on one signal, you're going to have problems, even if um, Samsung has more problems than others, it seems like. But if you, you know, if you're following along at home, if you look at the the review, go to the fitness section and you can look at some of the screenshots I took of my tracked path during my runs. And on my runs, I'm running in a straight line or I'm running in a single lane on a track. But if you look at the lines, That Samsung says I was running, I am all over the place. I am zigzagging. I am running in little loops. I am having problems. I'm running (laughs) through, I'm running in a canal. I jumped over a fence and I'm inside of a canal wading through the water. Do you know what this? I saw this, that episode of Cops. Well, no,
0: this actually reminds me of Andrew. Do you remember the episode of The Office when Michael is like he's driving and he's obsessed with just sticking to the GPS and ends up driving into a lake?
1: Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> he's chilling with Dwight and Dwight tells him to, to to don't listen to the GPS and he does it anyways and then they yeah they, they
0: yeah. drown
2: the, they drown the rental.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: So yes, it's kind of like that. If you,
2: <laughs> this is definitely concerning because we can't blame this on it only uses GPS. Because I have a little fishing gizmo that uses GPS, part of a depth finder and fish locator. GPS, if you get a clear view of the sky, is, is can, can be accurate within inches, right? Uh, usually they try to just be accurate within like three to six feet. Uh, looking at like, especially that middle map on our <laughs> website in your review, that's a little more than six feet out. So, yeah, they're not using even the capabilities of the hardware that they have there. And and it's not just Samsung. I'm not picking on Samsung. It's, it's your phone, too. Sometimes it's and all our little electronics. Weird.
0: Jerry, I'm curious if you know the answer to this. Uh, and or if this might just be a defect in Michael's, the, the unit that he received. Um,
3: it's not. Just spoiler alert, it's not, because the watch five <laughs> pro had the same problem. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, just...
0: No, 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 that's <laughs> fine. I just, I'm wondering why that is a problem. That shouldn't be the case.
2: I, I'm going to guess it's because they'll report a location without being able to connect to three satellites. You need three satellites for an accurate GPS. They, they even call it triangulation. And if you get a connection to three satellites, it can pinpoint exactly where you are. And it, sometimes it seems to me like they rely on less than three. That may not be. I may be just talking out of the corner of my mouth here. But that's really what it looks like is, well, it's close enough to just use two, and it uses less battery, so let's just try it sometimes. Mm.
3: Yeah, I just think that sometimes the way that the line sort of unnat- or unnaturally straight and then, you know, like I'm making 45 degree or 90 degree turns as I'm running. And the problem is it just picks me up at certain points and then it just fills in the gap when I'm moving. Yeah. And so
2: that could be it, too. It's not sampling fast enough, which, again, you probably don't want it staying connected to gps all the time because the battery life would be measured in minutes
3: not hours. right that's why you need a garmin if you're gonna do the mo like dual frequency because yeah you can make, that can still last 20 hours with the galaxy watch i think it would burn through 50 percent in an hour if it was doing that but you know with that with this problem my issue is just i ran a, i ran 6.2 miles my garmin says you're done and then a minute later, a minute more running, the Samsung watch says I'm done. And so my watch tells me you ran at a pace that is slower than what I actually ran, which adjusts, you know, it's saying, okay, you were at a heart rate of this and your pace is that. You're not as fit as you should be. Your VO2 max is lower than it should be. And it all kind of cascades from there. The heart rate itself is accurate as far as I can Well, tell.
0: yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? If Samsung wants to... B, well i don't know if it does but if it wants to be a leader in health and fitness then they should not be have having these kind of issues when and and if anyone ever says oh i want to be a runner and i what what wearable should i get everyone always recommends a garmin because of how accurate it is and this is not a clear this is not a good indication that samsung's getting that right right
3: what my dream is that samsung or apple will nail it so that you know i've talked to runners that love garmin's fitness stuff but hate how dumb yeah. their watches are for just day-to-day life you know you can't there's never going to be a qwerty keyboard on one of those you're almost none of them have a mic and speaker it's just not very fun you just wear it for tracking health and fitness But if Apple or Samsung can nail this stuff and start doing things like recommending how long to rest after a workout and give you accurate data, then you're on the the right track. Apple did that with the Ultra, kind of, but that costs $800 and it's huge. So that's, you know, I think Apple is maybe putting in more of an effort there. I I keep saying I I want Samsung to try and it, it did personalize heart rate zones. It's it's making a minimal effort but I'm just going to keep hoping it does more.
0: All right, let's talk about some of the other stuff that you did like about the watch, because you obviously have a pretty vast list of pros that you did like about both watches, I guess. Um, what was the thing that stood out to you the most?
3: The display is beautiful, and I love how narrow the the border dis- the display border is compared to something like the Pixel watch. It really just uses that space well. So if you get, if you're someone that buys the smallest version of a watch, you're always getting a 1.1 inch or 1.2 inch display, but now you can get the 40 millimeter and get 1.3 inches, which is as big as you know you could really want at that size. So that's great. And it's 2000 nits, you can read it anywhere. That's never gonna be a problem with readability. So that's great. And then the speed itself, I, it's not a huge jump over the watch five, but it just, there's just fewer stutters when you're turning between widgets or when you're opening apps, things just, they load. And that's really all you can ask for um, without being so fast that it's going to burn through the battery too fast by being overclocked. So I think that's, you know, the the battery life is okay. It got better as the week went on. I think when the watch sort of uh, finished processing or whatever was going on behind the scenes, but it is not the longest lasting watch. It's better than an Apple watch, but it's not as good as what we would like. We would like Samsung to be the one that beats all the rest. But really, if you're going to be having always on display, always listening assistant, I'm not sure if you'll make it through a full day. It really depends.
2: I, I, I know, Fruthi, I've talked to you about maybe I'm going to look at a watch six and see. Yeah. If Wear OS and smartwatches are ready for me yet, no, I don't need to. I trust Michael, and I can see they're not ready for me yet. They don't offer anything I want. It
0: was funny that you started talking because you were the first person I was thinking of as Michael was speaking, and the first question I was going to ask was, does this convince you, Jerry, to get a watch?
2: No, no feature there that I... You know, a, a, a smartwatch, do you know what it does for me? It lets me tell time in the middle of the night without... Rolling over and looking at my bedside. That's the only redeeming feature I have. And a lot of people, I would say even most people, don't wear their watch at night. So,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why. I mean, unless you're doing sleep tracking, which really, I mean, I, I, it's so uncomfortable to wear at night. But, um,
2: but on the other hand, since I do nothing with the watch except tell time, my battery lasts three or four days. But I don't do anything with it, it's just sitting there.
0: My question for you, though, is I know we've talked about this like a number and number and number of times about how it's so important to take the health stats from your watch with uh, like sort of like as a second hand thing, you should always be contacting your doctor. You should always be, you know, paying attention to that first and foremost. Um, But I know and you wrote an article about this, Jerry. We've talked about this number of times, but you did have sort of a scare. Would having a watch... I don't know, like maybe help you with that. like, as a secondary eye,
2: thankfully, there's nothing permanent there. My old ticker is the only thing on my body that's good. Uh, but if if i let's say i I needed to monitor my heart closely for one reason or another, and a lot of people do. Uh, if it was accurate, yes, this this would be it would offer a little bit of a peace of peace of mind. And, and I don't mean accurate where it gets the number right every time. I mean if it was fully consistent every time. And I, if there was some sort of episode I needed to be made aware of, it told me every single time, even if the numbers it gave me wouldn't match what my doctor would see. That, that would offer me some peace of mind, yes. Because I, I thought about this a lot when, when this happened. Uh, I, I had an interaction with the medicine I'm taking in it Caused a temporary AFib incident like four times in two days. That, that's what we're talking about here. And it scared the ever loving daylights out of me. I thought I was having a heart attack. And my Samsung uh, watch just told me everything was fine. Yeah. Even in the hospital while I was having one of those episodes. It was telling me things are okay. My heart rate was elevated, but it was fine. That's crazy. And the machinery I was hooked up to said something completely different.
0: That's so crazy. That's wild. I
3: mean, the AFib passive AFib detection has been added now. I'm yeah. not sure. I mean I pushed the button better. to check. To oh, check the, while the actual active ECG told yes. you everything was fine? That's everything it told
2: me everything was fine, but you know.
0: But that that's why we always say use use it as a you know, don't
2: rely on your watch for those kind of stats. You use it as a secondary thing. But and yeah. I know Samsung and Apple are both working on a blood sugar monitor through a sensor. Even
0: then, watch. even then watch that. that like. Yeah,
2: I i it, it when that comes and it will in the next couple of years, maybe not next year, but soon, this is going to open up a whole new set of problems for a whole new group of people
0: a hundred percent well let's move on (laughs) let's (laughs) talk about the tab s9 uh andrew you wrote the review for the samsung galaxy tab s9 ultra review more than just a tablet we aren't really sure how much more samsung can prove with its fat flagship tablet you gave it a 4.5 4.5 stars out of five which is pretty good um but again as michael said those uh, star ratings are arbitrary i guess uh but uh your pros include the best and most powerful android tablet available the huge screen is a, is great for work and play the same level of power as the galaxy s23 ultra or z fold 5. s pen is still included in the box ip68 water and dust resistant Cons include really, really expensive, well, still really expensive, sorry. Uh, Galaxy Tab S8 Ultra accessories don't work with the Tab S9 Ultra. Samsung's display is a nightmare for PWM and lacks cellular connectivity. And, um, you know, obviously, I want you to to break that down for us and tell us your thoughts. But uh, feel free to also talk about your other editorial you wrote about with respect to how previous generation of accessories should be compatible with new devices that come out because i thought that was i mean that's really smart they should be compatible anyways you go (laughs) um yeah don't buy it
1: Ooh. it's you you it's 11.99 for the base model
2: um if you have that money to spend go buy a macbook air i love you man that was (laughs) like exactly what i would say and how i would say it go because like not only do you have to spend the 1200 bucks
1: but then it's another 350 for the keyboard cover and they they actually did something that I didn't realize they did until like last week I think or earlier this week they released a different keyboard cover alongside the one that you see in the review hmm. um, it just doesn't it's basically the same thing um, it just doesn't the, the bottom portion doesn't detach and it doesn't have a touch like a trackpad and it's 200 bucks instead of 350 Oh wow. Um but unless you have disposable income and don't care, don't buy this. It's it, I love it. I love using it. It's so pretty. The screen's great. It's all but it's the same thing from last year. It's just got the newer chipset. You're going to get a little bump in performance. Nothing you're going to notice on a day-to-day basis. What you will probably notice is better battery life, better standby time because the Snapdragon gen god these names suck snapdragon 8 gen 2 for galaxy is uh better better it just offers it's a uh, more efficient chip so
0: but that that was something that we all kind of talked last week um when it was derek nick and i we were we we kind of broke down the reviews for the phones and we kind of ultimately all Came to the decision, or not decision, but like statement that this year really was just an it. It it wasn't a massive change in terms of the devices that were launched, except for the Z Flip Five, which has a larger display screen. Right, like it it really is small changes that happen. It wasn't massive ones.
1: This is the year that Samsung proved that they've achieved Apple status because they can get away shipping boring ass updates and upgrades. And making you pay an arm and a leg for stuff that you don't need to pay for, which is Apple's MO and has been for the last four generations of ever since the 12 came out when they redesigned, they did the redesign.
0: Yeah. And I mean, um, Unless they are catering to a group of people who don't have these devices, in which case I don't even know like what percentage of the world' population is that truly? I don't know, because I feel like there are a lot of people who already have last year's device or whatever it may be. but um, yeah,
1: I mean, all you need to do is uh, and I'm, I'm sure you, I didn't listen to last week because I was at the beach, but i'm I'm sure you guys talked about it, like. Look at the foldable market outside of the States. Yeah. Samsung is so far behind, it's not funny. The tablet's different because Android tablets suck. Buy an
2: iPad. Yeah, now, I, yeah. I, I want to chime in here for a minute. Oh, God. I, I agree with that. Uh, if you want to buy a tablet, I think you should buy the iPad Mini. It's, it's a great buy. The price is right, and it will do everything you want in a tablet. But if you have your heart set on buying an Android tablet, you have to buy a Galaxy Tab maybe not the S9 Ultra but you should buy a Galaxy Tab maybe even just their cheap one because every other android tablet is garbage that's so kinda like the Fire
1: Max 11 is a really good ta- really good tablet that's super cheap for what it is
2: and i don't count that as an android tablet but i, I get what you're saying yeah right
1: cuz the nor- every the normie isn't going to side load the Play Store, but you can do that. Right. Okay, and the apps work fine. You know, the OnePlus pad, they don't know the software, they, have, they haven't figured the software side out. So I, it's great hardware, great package overall, but I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody, and it's around 500 bucks-ish, plus the keyboard. I don't know if they're still including the keyboard or not. But then you have the, the only other tablet that, uh, besides the FireMax and the, ta- the baby Tab S9 that I would recommend is the pixel tablet because it's an all arounder. It doesn't do anything great, but it does most things pretty well. And if we have, I wrote the review for that and it's, if you want a tablet to pick up and carry around the house, the pixel tablet is in my opinion, the way to go. If you want a tablet with more power, Samsung is
3: easily the way to go.
1: If, you're, if you want to stay on the Android side of things. Otherwise, just go get an iPad. Your life will be so much easier.
3: Well, I, I can understand why you wouldn't want to spend $1,200 plus keyboard on a crazy ultra laptop replacement. But I'm, I am genuinely curious since you've, you know, if you just shrunk that down, the, now that the Tab S9 is OLED instead of LCD, it's just a good 11-inch tablet with no downsides compared to the other models. You know, would you recommend... A $500 Pixel tablet or an $800 Tab S9? Like, what is it? Are the upgrades like 120 hertz, better resolution, better performance, all of that? Would you recommend someone spend that extra money just to get that, or do you think they're fine with the Pixel tablet?
1: So I was actually kind of surprised that I got that Samsung sent me the the Ultra, uh, because again, there's nothing, there's no major differences here between the, the S8 Ultra. Uh, I was hoping they would send me the Tab S nine, but they didn't. So I haven't, I haven't even seen it in person because my local Best Buy still has the Tab S eight up. Um, but in terms of the comparison, from what I know, uh, the Tab S three hundred bucks is a big swing for for tablets because even at eight hundred dollars, you can go buy a two in one Chromebook that's going to last you for the next ten years until whatever um but i guess it just comes down to wh- what you're planning on using it on or using it for
0: yeah i mean you did you, like i know samsung sent you this but did they pay you to write your review andrew
2: man listen <laughs> this is why we keep her around folks <laughs> and this is why i'm a temporary writer
3: Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Andrew,
2: would it be smart for somebody to buy a Tab S8 right now? They'd save a nice chunk of money. I don't know what they're priced at at the moment.
1: I don't know. I know they're on sale, but I don't know if it's enough to
2: warrant. Like, if it's
1: a hundred dollars, I'd say just go get the S9 anyways, because you get the extra year of Android security patches and Android updates. Um, I, I, if if it's more than hundred dollars. Yeah, probably. Um, but if it's a, if it's if it's not much of a difference, just save the extra couple shekels, find some stuff to sell or trade in, you know, and and get the S, get the Tab S nine. Yeah. The only other thing that irritated me about the Samsung's decision making this year and last year is the baby S nine with the new OLED one twenty screen and the twelve hundred dollar laptop replacement that they want it to be. Neither of them have 5G connectivity. But the Goldilocks, the, the 12.9, 12.4 S9 Plus does. And I have no idea why they keep doing that.
3: I feel like that's a question. It seems really silly to me too. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I actually yeah, thought, Jerry, you might have an answer to that. but um...
2: I, No, I, I, I'm going to assume it has something to do with projected sales and how they want to focus enticing buyers buying the thing that they want to sell rather than buying the thing you want to buy mm-hmm. but uh, there's no technical reason for that none it's
0: weird well uh samsung if you're listening that would be great for you to respond to us and let us know but
1: i'm uh... still waiting for my check if you are listening
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on i want to talk about an article that uh, nick wrote Uh, A few days ago, three days ago, uh, it's titled it's time for Android to finally get satellite connectivity. Uh, So essentially, satellite connectivity to the iPhone 14 helped save a family from the wildfires in Hawaii. Several similar stories have been shared since the iPhone 14 debuted, debuted. I can't say that word. The feature making Android users wonder when they can use it. T-Mobile and Starlink previously announced a satellite connectivity partnership that will launch with Android 14 later this summer. Uh, and existing phones can use a Motorola uh, DeFi satellite link to get satellite connectivity right now. Um, this is like a big deal because I know uh, when iPhone fourteen launched, um, that whole concept of the satellite connectivity was um, a very big thing. You know, a lot of people were talking about it. They were kind of wondering, you know, when when do you use something like this? And now we're we're seeing a real life scenario of someone using this service and i am i'd love to get your perspectives on this especially um the hope that it will launch on android 14 you know later sometime soon whenever the stable version of android 14 comes out um yeah what do you guys think of this
2: i'm I, i'm mostly surprised that there's somewhere on maui that doesn't have cell service was my first thought
0: oh i'm, I'm what but Why, why though? I mean, like, well, I guess it is, it is small and you can have good connectivity. Yeah. Yeah.
2: uh, But, uh, it, and you know, in a case like that, it's, it's good to have, you know, I'm glad these people are safe and that this tool was there to help them. Uh, but I, I, I think the reason we don't see phones, Android phones with it is Google. It's not a hardware limitation. Any phone that uses has a relationship with Qualcomm can have satellite connectivity built right in. There's an SDK where it's a very simple app. They could write that all they have to do is call a function when they push a button. It's there, it's available. You can buy it. Uh, Qualcomm told me when they announced it, that it was coming to the, the galaxy S 23 was going to be a partner. And then that didn't happen. And I can't help, but think the, fractured ecosystem that would cause
0: in what in what way
2: if they're if it's not built into android every manufacturer is gonna find a different way to harness the hardware and use that sdk Mm. and it's never going to be compatible with what google wants Mm. Uh, they're not ready yet so they convinced oems not to bundle it in all except motorola who sells a you know, a little module that you can connect to your Android phone and and get it, which you know kind of skirts around the issue. I I don't think most people want to pay the extra amount for it mm-hmm. if it drives up the price too much. But uh, I can't think of any other reason why nobody's Qualcomm offers, other than Google doesn't want it to break off. Of
0: I I just to go back to a point that you were making, like why. Did Maui not have the connectivity? I wonder if the area that the people were in were an area where like, I don't know, the cables must have like shut down or I don't know, something. That that's what I'm assuming. But I also I I don't I don't know how to respond to Google not wanting to do this or not preparing it. Like that kind of doesn't Really makes we sense to me. A
2: similar thing with multi window and Samsung first started doing it on, on the note. They took a half baked idea, half baked idea that Google was working on, and built their own thing around it. You had to use special apps designed for it or kind of hacky system command feature on your note to make other apps work. And then when Google brought it in as part of Android, well, it didn't work on the Samsung phone. These developers still had to use, you know, build both in if they wanted it to work on Samsung. And of course, they all did. Nobody wants to write an app, and most Android phones can't use it. So they have tightened up a lot of things since then uh, on what OEMs can do with software. And I really believe that this is one of them. You know, they didn't expressly forbid it. But they convinced them, hey, look, we're going to have this feature built into Android for you at, at the next launch. Uh, all you have to do is wait. And, you know, you tell a company they can save a lot of money and just wait one more release cycle. Some of them are going to say yes.
0: Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, Michael, Andrew, Andrew, do you have any other thoughts on this?
3: I guess I just am... Um... I'm all for it. I, was just, I just wrote something about emergency services on watches and phones, and I just think, you know, there may not be that many spots in Maui that don't have coverage, may, maybe or maybe not, but I know there are a lot of places in California, for instance, if you go up into the mountains where you're just not going to have a signal, and if you fall or get hurt or get mauled by a bear or, or whatever and you need help, I would want to have that option, and I know Apple, is at the you know for now is just offering two years of satellite coverage. I don't know how much they're going to charge after that, and that might be sort of the pain point of you know are they only going to offer it for your first year of your phone, and then what happens if you aren't paying for it, and you could have been saved, but you didn't pay for satellite. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, or how expensive it really is, but. I think anyone would want to have that if they could.
0: Yeah, to, I agree. To
2: be fair, that it's not Apple. That it's you know you have to pay a company to have service on your iPhone. Uh, yeah, I think it would be Apple your carrier,
0: space. right? It would well, be well, through...
2: it's, it's your cellular connectivity or satellite right. connectivity, right? I don't know who Apple uses, but they're all pretty expensive. Right,
3: Garmin charges like I don't know 50 bucks a month if you do their specific satellite thing I I don't know the exact numbers don't quote me on that but
2: yeah I I used to have to carry a a sat phone for work and my god when they told me what it costs I I was floored I had no idea so it's very expensive uh
0: okay well on that note let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with another review that we want to talk about okay we'll be right back (laughs) Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Indeed's streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. With instant match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job according to Indeed data from the U.S. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Candidates you invite to apply are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search according to U.S.'s Indeed data. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com. acp Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash ACP. Indeed.com slash ACP. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, um, I split this up because I didn't want us to keep talking about watches, but we're going to be talking about another watch uh, written by Michael. It's the Garmin Forerunner 965 Review. Better than the best Uh, I know you said that star ratings don't matter, but dang, Michael, you gave this five out of five, which is amazing. Pros include pixel rich glare, free AMOLED touch display, GPS, HRM are as hyper accurate as ever best running metrics on the market, reliably long lasting battery, cheaper, lighter, than Epix Pro with most of the same tools. Cons include too expensive or heavy for some runners, occasional lag when using maps, no Forerunner 965S size and no AFIB detection yet. Um, you seem to really like this watch. Yeah. Which I'm is a still, complete
3: I'm still wearing it every time I go for a run <laughs> and I have to test all these other watches. I wear my Garmin 965 on my left and the other watch on my right and I compare them and yeah, it's just, I, I gave it five stars while recognizing that most people who aren't epic Garmin fans, and there are a lot of them who will spend a $1,000 on a Garmin Phoenix 7 Pro Ultra Sapphire Edition. You know, there's some crazy, crazy Garmin watches out there. But, you know, this is the one that, if you like those, but you don't like the fact that they're all really... Heavy stainless steel watches, and they're so expensive. This is, believe it or not, the compromise at six hundred dollars, with Garmin. But yeah, it's a great watch. You never have any problems with GPS tracking. It gives me great recommendations for how to work out, and I've been training to improve my VO2 max, and it's it tells me, you know, today you should focus on anaerobic or low aerobic. So stop running so fast, just slow down and jog and that'll help your fitness. And it actually has been helping even though I don't want to listen to this thing. Sometimes I just want to run and not think about it. Actually thinking about it and following its algorithm has helped me get a little more fit. So, you know, that's something that I'm not sure when Samsung or Apple will be offering is that kind of stuff because they just say walk 10,000 steps be active for 30 minutes, stand up five times. And that is a, a great system to follow. But if you want something a little more in depth, you want to turn to something like Garmin.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I feel like you just dropped the mic there and we all don't have, I don't think we have anything to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was very comprehensive.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't think Samsung and Apple want to make a Garmin watch. Sure, they want to be able to say their stuff's accurate and they add all these features and stuff. It seems to me like two different ends of the spectrum where, number one, they, they know they're not going to be able to build what they build now and match Garmin's feature set when it comes to health and fitness. The, the battery w- wouldn't do it. It can't do it. So they focus on refining what they have now and then if they can add any fitness features, they try to add them. Whereas Garmin, I, I don't really know a lot about their products, but I do know enough that they have never really moved into the, oh, this is a, a fun, cool watch that you can do all this crazy stuff and, you know, you can download apps and all this other thing because that's just not their user base. So I, I don't see the two different sides ever meeting in the middle.
3: Yeah, it's just, I think they won't. The closest is a Garmin Venue because they are slightly more hip looking. But yeah, I don't think yeah. Garmin can ever do apps without ruining their battery life. And that is the thing is that, you know, I have heard some people just say, I don't, I've tried Garmin. I like what they do, but I, I like Wear OS more even with all of its problems because I just.
2: Yeah, I, I can see that from, from most consumers probably. I, you know, you are really into the health and fitness aspect of a wearable device and Garmin gives you exactly what you want, but most people, they aren't. It's more of an accessory that does a lot of the things their phone does. Right. And that's what they want. And, and I don't think Garmin really wants to give that to them. I, I just don't. Garmin can't wreck what they have now.
3: Yeah. And you know, unless you're a company that owns, that does every single kind of. Right. Right device, you can't compete. Like there's no way. And Garmin likes targeting iPhone owners and, you know, they there will never be another watch besides the Apple Watch that can even work properly with iOS. So yeah, I just don't think that they are ever going to do anything else and that's okay. I don't think they need to change in that regard.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I think they they make a great product that the people who buy them love. I, I, I know One thing, and and you've said it a couple times, there are some rabid Garmin fanboys out there on the internet. They just love the thing. So that's a testament to the company.
3: Yeah, and the one thing that Garmin fanboys want, just bringing it back to earlier, they want satellite. There's like one Garmin watch with satellite, and they want it to come to more watches. So they are really interested in Garmin doing that. Um, Michael,
0: I had a question for you. What is the market share of Garmin?
3: I saw... I don't know the percentage. I think they used to actually claim more of the percentage of total watches and they don't anymore because a lot of that is Apple, Samsung and then a bunch of like either Xiaomi, Huawei and then some Indian makers. I don't know the brands there. They I saw their latest earnings and I think they made about 1.3 billion a quarter, something like that. I'm not sure the scale of that versus another company but they seem to be doing well for themselves
0: i wonder are they that like would they ever get bought out like what if the, like obviously we know that google decided to buy um fitbit and do whatever it's doing now but would that ever become a potential where garmin gets bought out
3: I think there's always potential. I sure hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, the same way that Fit has, Fitbit has been kind of gutted and is being used to further the Pixel Watch while Fitbit watches don't get the same thing Pixel Watches do, like fall detection and everything else. Um, Yeah, I think Garmovie had amazingly profitable asset for a company if they could leverage that and put Garmin coach on a an Apple Watch or a Galaxy Watch that would be uh, yeah the 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 Garmin name I mean
2: uh, uh, I could see a lot of companies would like to have that
0: That's what I was thinking, At- right?
2: O- outside of the fitness space, before I got put in this chair, I was an outdoorsman. I did hunt- hunting and fishing as often as I could and Garmin is who you trust when it comes to handheld GPS. Even way back then, that, that's who you go to. And other companies made them, but, you know, if you wanted a one that was good, you bought a Garmin. And their name cachet has stayed.
3: Yeah, I just, I just think Garmin fans would be unhappy.
0: Devastated?
3: Yeah, <laughs> they would probably still keep watching them, but they would be very bitter about it, and it might cause some... Uh... I, Slow, I think Silicon massive. Valley would
2: burn to the ground. <laughs> if Google bought Garmin.
0: Alright, well, I guess we will find out what happens next. But I love it's so crazy to hear you speak about two completely different watches because the way you speak about the Garmin is is like literally a 180 from the way you spoke about the Watch 6 <laughs> and and I'm not I'm not saying that you're hating on Samsung because you still you know did a comprehensive review but it's so evident where things are lacking and um yeah to hear you speak about something 180 is, is is quite fascinating actually yeah
3: that's why i try to hold back my biases because i know that most people are not looking for what i look for in a watch so even though the galaxy watch didn't take me by storm i think it would take other people it would make other people happy 100 percent. and i want to give you a
2: special shout out about just that i I literally, I I actually read your Galaxy Watch 6 review because I was interested in the product. And I also know you on a more personal level. And I know your interest in what you want out of a wearable. You handled that really well. Yeah, I would say. Knowing ahead of time that it doesn't do exactly what you want it to do. But you still saw all the great things that it does. So good job, man.
0: Thanks.
3: Really appreciate that.
0: No, for reals. And uh, I think this just goes to show that even if some people on the team have favorites, I mean, we do the best we can when we are writing our reviews, you know, try to be as unbiased as possible. But yeah, I mean, kudos to you, Michael. You did an amazing job with that. Uh, I do want to go on to something that uh, Andrew wrote, you know, because I just love picking on him. Um, He wrote a really fun article uh, and it's titled I spent a week with the Google Pixel Fold. Here are the things I love and hate about it. Um and I love that you wrote that. I love that you decided to take some time with the with the phone. And it I don't know how how well it's doing in other people's sites, but it I almost feel like the hype around the phone kind of died a little bit since since um Google announced it and launched it, etc. And I and and all the focus has been on everything else. You would think that this kind of phone would would sustain some level of excitement or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know, but I don't know. What do you think, um, Andrew? Tell us a little bit about your time with the phone that you spent with for a week. What did you love and what did you hate?
1: Nobody cares because Samsung Google should have waited to release it. Yeah. Samsung Samsung's going to dominate the headlines even though it's Google's first foldable because Samsung manages... The Samsung software is a better experience. Mm-hmm. Um, for, in most... I just got the Fold 5 today, so I'm sitting
2: here quietly setting it up. Have you um, broken it yet? Oh, yes. my gosh.
0: Just FYI, people, he didn't actually buy the phone. He got it from Nick, so don't come at him.
1: I mean, come at me, that's fine. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, come at him. I want to
0: watch. Um,
1: so, <clears throat> as for my article, it's the perfect form factor. Is 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 basically one sentence way to sum like summarize it. Um, it's just it's just really good. It's comfortable. It feel, I, the the hero picture is is the the Pixel Fold next to a Moleskin notebook, and. It's, I love it. I just love the way it feels. Um, I did throw a Dbrand skin on there and a MagSafe adapter so that I could use my MagSafe accessories because MagSafe is life and Chi2 can't get here fast enough. Um, but that's besides the point, just because it's easier to hold these big foldable phones with one hand using something like a pop socket on the back. Um
0: it is a beautiful yeah. phone. It's
1: so pretty. Like it, mm-hmm. I, I like it's. It's smooth. The, it's the the edges are curved and and they're not. They don't dig into your hand. Um, Google. It's Google's cameras are Google's cameras. It's not the Pixel Seven Pro. It's pretty damn close to it. Uh, it's better than my my 14 Pro Max.
0: Do you like the wideness of of when it's closed?
1: I do. I I had a section. Uh, titled "I'm barely opening the phone." I barely, literally, I barely open the phone. I do everything on the small screen, unless I'm watching something or playing a game or need to open up multiple like two apps side by side because I need to. I'm doing something, trying to research or copy and paste or whatever. Um, or it, there's also a, a picture of uh, my wife and I were in Ocean City during the White Marlin Open. And we were at dinner while they were doing weigh-ins, so I just opened it up and propped it up, and we watched the weigh-ins while we were eating dinner.
0: That's cool.
1: They catch any big ones? So apparently there's some controversy that, so with, with, with the White Marlin open, you, only one person right. can hold the reel. Right. Uh, apparently the winning, so the Mar- no Marlins got caught till Friday, the last day. Uh, the biggest fish to come in before then was like a 247 pound tuna, which is still. That's nice. Yeah. Massive. It it was it, it, And yeah, it was crazy. Um,
0: I do love how we decided to veer away from what we were talking about, by the way.
2: Well, no, this is important. Oh, it, it is.
0: is. for Sure, 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 sure,
1: sure, sure. Yeah. Truthy, just take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick. So they apparently passed the reel around to multiple people. Oh. And they found weights. I haven't finished reading up on it because it's been a really busy week, like coming back and trying to get reacclimated to home life. Um, but I want to figure out what the end result was. Michael Jordan was down there and I am really upset. I did not see him, but I wasn't going to go to weigh-ins because the lines of people were just, I'm too old to deal with it anymore. I can imagine. No if it lives, was fun, five hey? years ago. huh?
0: Lines are not fun.
1: No, big crowds of people aren't fun.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Even if everybody's nice, it's just too many people.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, my biggest complaint, and I keep seeing like different takes on like X or Threads or Twitter or X whatever Reddit, is battery life. My battery life sucks
0: for the Fold, right?
1: But I have yes for the for the Pixel Fold. I have to caveat that because I am running the fourteen beta. So Jerry, shut up before you tell me I'm you know, yeah, I know. I don't don't even have to say it. <laughs> I just wish it was better. Cause we're I, I I like we're at platform stability for fourteen, so it's not like this is running Android 14 beta one.
0: But again, remember what we talked about several weeks ago? I can't remember when
1: talk about too much. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I know, but listen, listen. This is something I think I said or Jerry said. I can't remember, but probably Jerry. The whole the whole point of the fold being released is not for a phone to compete in the foldable market. It is more of a phone for every other company to um, base itself off, base foldable phones off, or you know, uh, use um, Android. What is it? The something L12 is it it's not 12L what is it the oh, it's slipping my head right now um
2: yeah it's a it's a halo device it's ex- i agree with you completely here's but
1: here's my argument against that they still priced it at $1800
0: well what do you think they're going to price it at like 500 bucks of course they're going to price, oh, price no, it that's at 18, all I'm 1800 saying, but
1: they they're, there's wiggle room here they're reusing an older chip Yes. They're reusing a design from probably Oppo.
0: Yes. In, in
1: some form or fashion. Probably, yes. I don't know who makes the Hinge. Uh, the Hinge is absolutely fantastic.
0: But Google, but Google is not going to be the company that sets the new standard for the price. That is not going to be the company. It's, if anyone, it's going to be Samsung that's going to set the new base price for a foldable device.
1: I'm, all I'm saying is that they could have with this. They, they could, could have. release this for like twelve to thirteen, and we would probably still be talking about it in a positive light, not wondering where all the coverage went.
0: It no, it and I understand what you're saying, but Google would never do that, right? At the end of the day,
2: he's saying that they used to. But they, they literally they still would still sell do. Nexus phones at a loss. Right. They still right, do. Right, right, right. the
1: seven right. A, the Pixel seven A is the yeah. best cheap phone.
0: Yeah, it is, 100%. And it's not
2: And they can't be making much money per unit with 7A, but it gets the name out there. I, I get that.
1: But that's what I'm saying, is that if you want to make an impact on the market, that's what they could have done with the Fold, and they didn't. They wanted to pad pockets, I But guess. the other
0: thing, too, is that I don't think they even um, manufactured that many units of this phone to begin with. Like, right.
2: Well, did they sell them in Canada yet? Even? No,
0: they're not, it's not coming to Canada yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly. I
2: don't think they want to impact the market. Exactly. I think this is a, a halo device like Microsoft used to make. Remember when the Surface was not something that anybody should have bought? Yeah, the RT it was over, over. Yeah, uh, well, not the RT specifically, but it was overpriced. There were m- much better laptops out there, but it showed other companies. Look, this is how you can build a, something. This is what exactly you should what do. That's exactly what
0: this is. That's exactly what that, this that's phone what is. That's what I think
2: this is, too. Yeah. And of course, they want to make money for the few they sell.
0: And they want to be, they want to say, okay, so here is a device that you can, you know, we have the quote unquote thinnest, we're the thinnest foldable. Look at our hinge, da 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 da, whatever it is. It's a it's it's a phone that other companies can model off of. Like it's not. They're not but they're not going to model off of Google.
1: They're model. They need to model the software side for like base Android for AOSP. And maybe that's what they're doing. Nobody's going to model it. Nobody's going to model their foldables off of Google. They're going to model their foldables off. They were until now. These companies have more.
0: No, but I think a lot of it has to do with the software, though. Like, I don't necessarily I'm not saying, oh, they're going to model their phones off of this phone. Maybe some companies might, but mostly they won't. I think it has to do with the software. I think if if Google wants to be a leader in software, they need to be they need to be able to showcase that they can do that. And so having a device that has that software capability is what is the, is is what's going to hold their credibility.
2: What if you're both right?
0: What if,
2: you know, what you just said, this is what we can do. This is what you should try to do. But to Andrew's point, what if it was priced in a way that more app developers could afford to buy one? And I don't mean people like Strava or Starbucks that, you know, they bathe in money. (laughs) I mean, just independent app developers could afford to buy one. And use those APIs outside of an emulator and build great software yeah. for a, a folding phone. That would have been smart too. So they would have. I think they should have met in the middle somewhere, maybe. But I, you know, I, I ain't giving eighteen hundred dollars. I don't think anyone will. I, I waste money on lots of things, but I, I'm not spending eighteen hundred bucks on a phone unless I can drive it
0: i would be i would have been i i've said this before i would have been so happy and excited if this was coming to canada and it just decided well google was like nah we're just gonna limit this for now and you know but hey it is what it is andrew do you have anything else you want to add
2: nah i'm done <laughs> i i like how wide it is i will say that compared to i do yeah the galaxy fold i I hate this trend of phones getting thinner and longer. And, you know, I'm sure this is still thinner and longer than I would like, but at least it's not Galaxy Fold territory.
0: It is, it is a beautiful phone, though. It is.
2: And, and looking at both the original review and Andrew's, you know, after using it for a week, I kind of like what they've done with the software, too. Mm. You know, I, I always used to say that. Like especially for a tablet or a large screen device, always buy a Samsung because the only thing good on a big screen Android device was built by Samsung. That Google just doesn't pay enough attention to large screens, and this shows me that they can and that they are. So, I especially that where you push up from the bottom a little bit and you get that taskbar thing. Yeah, I love that.
1: I. I've been messing with the, five, the Fold 5, the Galaxy Z Fold 5, and I've done that numerous times already, and I've only gotten the phone for like an hour and a half.
2: But there's a lot of good there, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that you like the hinge. It's so good. It's so It
1: reminds me of um, what Microsoft did with the, the Duo. Yeah? Because the Duo's hinge is probably the best... But Google's is real close now, mind you. I haven't used all these, all the different Chinese phones like Xiaomi and all uh, Huawei, um, but from the phones that I've used, nothing. The only one that comes close to the Duo is the
2: Pixel Fold. That's that's a place where companies gotta really focus, in, in my opinion. And I even wrote something about that that they've got to make these phones not break like your Fold did, and you know when you're folding it in half, that's where you have to focus your innovation i love the fold the five and the flip five because to me that's where samsung focused a lot of changing in that hinge and that exactly what i thought they needed to do so i was pleased with that i know a lot of people thought it was boring and didn't offer anything new but i think that's what they need to do right now my biggest problem is isn't the cover screen it's
1: the fact that the phone's eighteen hundred dollars and they yeah. didn't they didn't put the 23 ultras camera system in here despite making the camera modules bigger that's my biggest problem so far what, with it. on the fold yeah like huh. the camera modules are slightly they're slightly different and this phone costs an extra six hundred dollars compared to
2: yeah they should have put the good camera in it you would think you would think maybe, maybe there's not room i don't know yeah, what it, it's Samsung. They can make room. <laughs>
1: I mean, th- there's 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 a cutout in the in the SIM card slot for a micro SD card. Right. But there's no micro SD card support in any model that
2: they sell.
0: That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> well, is that a micro SD card or is it dual SIM? Um, I don't know if they make a dual SIM fold. I have no idea. I they did, long. but
1: I don't know if this one is. I don't know if the U.S. I think the Chinese model is or the global variant. The Chinese model, I think, is, but not this one. It's basically they, they look. The same. It's basically the same thing that yeah. It's basically the yeah. It's basically the same thing that Apple did with the 14 Pro, or 14 in general, where they got rid of the eSIM, but there's still that little slot on the side. Somebody I think Jerry rigged everything, or maybe his iFixit did a breakdown, like it tore it apart, and it's just a piece of plastic because
0: Apple mm. could have put uh-huh. the
1: SIM card tray in there, but they didn't want to do it because it's Apple. They want to
2: invent the SIM. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, you said real quick before we move on, you said that. The camera on the pixel fold isn't quite as good as the
1: seven pro yeah there's a slight difference, and i have I can't tell you what it is off the top of my head. um Nick and I were talking about it when he was doing his review and his camera review. There is a slight difference huh um that
2: surprises me
1: it surprised me too, but i don't remember I'm, i can't I wish I remembered off I wish I knew I wish did not drag me on last minute well but no it's <laughs> sorry you man see.
2: If you see a slight difference, it's there. There's no questioning that. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's 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 negligible unless you're pixel peeping. I guess I should put it that way.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm curious I'm curious to know how you fare with the Fold 5. I'd love to know if your perspective or your thoughts change.
2: Part of me part of me hopes it breaks. <clears throat> just just so I can go through that again. I want Don't. want to say one more thing.
1: <clears throat> the pixel fold's brightness drives me absolutely insane cuz I can see when it changes. And it does not get bright enough to use in direct sunlight. Like, comfortably use without feeling like I have to squint.
3: That's one of the things I remember noticing when I first tested it at IO, that it just seemed kind of dim.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why. Because it'll it's weird. Because, like, you'll be, I'll be sitting outside, and it'll be fine. Like, on my, on my back, back deck. And it's sunny out, and it'll, it'll be fine. And then I automatically see everything dim. So it's like, the display is capable of being bright. But Google's doing something software-side that says, ha,
2: ha, ha, no, and it's driving me crazy. Have you tried shutting off everything automatic and seeing if it holds when you crank it the whole way up? Does yeah. it hold or does it still dim?
1: No, it. when I try and manually crank it up, it's already cranked for one, and if I drag it down and drag it back up again, it never goes back to the other brightness until i'm back inside
2: hmm, that that's got to be some weird glitch in their quote-unquote battery saving algorithm trying to
1: make sure that they don't overheat because that's what tensor does
2: yeah maybe it, it's also i i noticed in this one photograph you used they don't use white in the menus no which, which would help a lot in direct sun if it was white instead of their stupid pixel ui that generates color based on what's on your home screen. That would go really far. So Google, change that to white.
0: Google, if you're listening. Google, if you're listening. All right. Well, um, I want to talk about my favorite thing every week. What is the thing that made you happy this past week? Who wants to go first?
2: I've got the flip five here. Oh fun! I've said several times. Uh, I'm really interested in it, and you know, I don't think that I'll buy one this generation. But I really like what I'm seeing, and I know this is kind of work related. But uh, this is a fun ass phone. Yeah. Welcome. Just, just
1: to the world.
2: The, well, not because it folds necessarily, but be- I guess maybe it's nostalgia. Yeah. But something about it. It's 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 neat. I love that it has an actual usable screen on the front. Yeah, and it's folded. Yeah. Uh, I really like what Samsung did with the widgets, but I was talking with Nick about that. It's because what I would want on my front cover screen, they included. So, oh, that's nice. You're, you're not me. You you may not like it as much as I do, but uh, it's a neat phone. I'm I'm gonna write something about what I think of it. You know, I want to use it. So, i agree i but, uh, i would love
0: to get your perspective because you might be the one that convinces me to to get a foldable because you and i both hate the foldable for the same reason so i'm curious to know your final thoughts on it
1: the screen's not that bad
0: it's ugly dude it's it's ugly. really not it's really mm. is i mm.
2: i don't want to spoil it but this Green is in my cons. Column. Yeah. Shocker.
0: I, uh, yeah.
2: It's all because of that crease.
0: Yeah, that crease is
2: ugly, dude. Well, no, see, on, on this unit, you can barely see the crease.
0: Well, that's because they 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 changed the hinge, which is supposed to reduce, whatever, blah, 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 yada, yada. Go read our review.
2: And it could be this particular unit, too. But you can feel it more than I could on the Flip 4. Mm. when I, I played with the Flip 4 before. And it was there, and you could feel it wiping your thumb on it. Oh yeah. But this one is like a big hole that your thumb falls in. Interesting. Oh. And it it bugs me. So yeah. That's only spoilers. I'm gonna
0: get. Okay. Well, we are looking forward to your article. Who wants to go next?
3: I can go. um And let me just quickly say before I say what I'm thankful for, it's just funny that people, fans of foldables sound to me like iPhone fans when they talked about the notch Yep. (laughs) it's not that bad guys anyway thanks Thanks,
2: Michael
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah I'm thankful because you know it's really heating up in California and we got just in time installed a ceiling fan which means I'm no longer sweating like crazy or having to run the air overnight and it's wonderful so everyone just get a ceiling fan installed, you'll thank me later though yeah. the one downside is it apparently helped, you know, Samsung decide with its temperature sensor that I was a, you know, like a frozen cadaver because <laughs> it told me I had like 90 degrees skin temperature which is not healthy uh, <laughs> mm. so <laughs> yeah that's not right.
2: That's interesting
3: I just think that there's a problem with the registering the difference in the temperature the yeah. external internal temperature that's one of the big problems there yeah
0: for
2: sure i saw you you put a picture of that fan in slack when they put it up that's a pretty Thank I
3: you. i like
2: that a lot I, I even showed my wife so i might hit you up where you got it we can replace the one in our living
3: is there a lamps plus
2: near you i don't know maybe sort of thing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll have to double check
3: <laughs> the, the galaxy lamp plus uh <laughs> yes, yeah, just talk to Bixby and it can change the speed.
0: All right. Uh Andrew, your turn.
1: Um I am happy to be annoying the bejesus out of Shuffle.
0: <laughs> I hate you, man. I hate you. Uh no, you don't annoy me. You're wonderful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know she's lying. <laughs>
1: I really don't like I don't have much. Like
0: Well well you had you just came out I, of vacation. I'm sure something happened on vacation that made you happy.
1: I already talked about it. Plus I'm back from
2: vacation. What am I supposed to be happy about?
0: Oh my God. Okay.
2: You would be
3: happy you didn't have
2: to wait in the line to go see that
3: way
0: Yeah, there, that you big go.
2: Screen instead.
0: there you I go. I already said that. Well, you heard
3: it here, folks. Don't bother going on vacation, because then when you're done with the vacation, the happiness is gone.
0: Yeah. That's true.
3: <laughs> yeah, he left his happiness in Ocean
0: You City. heard it here <laughs> first, guys. Okay, well, we'll give you a pass, Andrew. It's fine. Don't worry. Um. Okay, the thing that made me happy this past week is two things. My favorite season is slowly approaching, which is uh, Halloween season. Um. I don't care what anyone says. You can all... Have your own opinions and keep it to yourselves, because Halloween season is my favorite season. Thank you very much.
1: pumpkin spice season, baby
0: <laughs> um so that that's making me happy. we're We're um uh, experiencing some cooler weathers in the morning and at night, and it's it's been nice um from the blistering heat that is uh, in the midday. And the other thing that, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't say this first, but the thing that's um making me so so so, 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 so happy is. I finished a book last week it's titled natural beauty uh and it's by an author named ling ling huang huang i think i'm saying her name right um but uh i i can say that this could be the contender for my favorite book of the year and it oh my god it's such a good book it is such a good book and it it's it's so fun to read There are so many things that, that happen in the book. It's got a lot of themes. It's, oh my gosh, it's such a good book. So if you haven't read it, read it. It's called natural beauty. Oh my God. So good. So good. Um, okay. And on that note, wherever you're listening to us, whether it's in the morning, afternoon or night, thank you so much for taking the time and listening to us. We all truly, truly appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys really soon. Bye.